all the traditional churches believe that the rapture will come, will happen at the end of the days at the last trumpet, as St. Paul explained it in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Only the Protestants have a different interpretation of the rapture. And they said this will happen before the Great Tribulation. So those who are chosen or the elect, God will take them uh, to be with him in order to escape the Great Tribulation. But if you read Matthew chapter 24, explained that the rapture will happen after the Great Tribulation. Matthew 24. In the verse 21. For then there will be great tribulation, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened, which means the elect will be there during the Great Tribulation or not, will be there. Okay. Then same chapter, after uh, verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. So now what's written will be after the tribulation of these days. Verse 40, what will happen then? Two will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left, two will be grinding on at mill, you know? So the Lord explained the great tribulation. Then he said, because of the elect, God will shorten these days. Then he said, after the tribulation, two will be in one bed, or two will be in the field, or grinding, one will be taken, which is the rapture. So Matthew 24 and 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, very, very clear that the rapture will happen at the last trumpet. The idea that the rapture will happen before uh, the Great Tribulation is not biblical. And none of the early church fathers supported this idea. It is just Protestant teaching, 100% has no biblical foundation or ground. Why must there be such suffering during the last days? God is God of justice, as he is God of mercy. So he is giving the last chance to Satan before the final destruction. Satan will be released from his uh, bondage. That's why the days will be like before the coming of Christ in its immorality, in its sinfulness, 
And Satan actually will torture severely the children of God. That is a great tribulation. But God will not leave us during this time. As he promised us, I will not leave you or forsake you. And God allowed this to happen, but as he said, he will shorten the days for the sake of the elect. So this part of God's justice and giving the Satan the last chance and a fair chance. Because God is just. And if God destroyed him without getting into a fair confrontation with Satan, this contradicts his justice and his fairness. So, you know, when we say in Psalm 50, you will overcome when you are judged. So if any person dared to judge God and to tell him, you're wrong, you destroyed Satan by the breath of your mouth, you should give him fair chance. Maybe Satan would repent or maybe Satan, God may forgive me, would defeat you, you know? So by giving Satan uh, a fair chance, nobody will be able to question God. And if anybody dared to question God, he will overcome when he is judged. So, um, what is the wisdom behind the rapture being uh, a surprise for us? Because the idea of us having to always be prepared just in case Christ comes at any time seems to contradict the fact that the thief on the right hand, or the right hand thief on the cross, didn't need to prepare. He just realized he was dying and decided to, to repent there and then. So, why do we not have that same? right to realize that we're dying during the rapture when it just comes there and then? I'm not sure if I understand your question. You know, rapture is like dying and rising in the same moment. Then you will be taken up to meet the Lord on the cloud like all the souls of those who departed and will be risen first. So, Every soul should die. So what St. Paul mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, that in a moment in twinkling of eye, we will change into the glorious body. In this moment, we die and rise momentarily. For those actually who will remain alive to the second coming of the Lord. And then they will come, they will meet the Lord on the cloud. So. It's exactly like happened with anybody who dies suddenly. So the, the purpose of this uh, passage today, that the Lord instructed the disciples to be ready. Just be ready. Don't ask where, don't ask when. But be ready for the coming of the kingdom. All the questions that he was asked, when this will happen, where it will happen. But the Lord answered, just be ready. I don't know if I answered your question or not. It's, it's more about, um, so let's say we're taking an exam in, in a school, for example, 
and I tell the students that you know the exam is next week and I really want all of you to, to pass and so I'm going to help you prepare and I'm going to give you what you need to do and the exam is happening this day so you can have time to prepare. That's if I want them to pass. If I don't want them to pass or I want to catch them out, I'll tell them I'm not telling you when the exam will be and I'm not telling you what's going to be in the exam. Just be prepared any day and then the very next day I could say, okay, here's the exam and I know 90% of them will fail. So it speaks to my desire to want them to pass or not by wanting to give them more of an idea when to expect that rapture, basically. Uh, so you are asking, in general, why God doesn't tell us about the day of our departure so we'll be ready for the day. Specifically the rapture, why it has to be such a surprise where two people sleeping in the same bed, one is going to be taken and the other one doesn't. It seems to be... At the rapture, that's the end of the world. That's the last trumpet. And the other person that's left, there is no life on earth after this. This person actually will die but, and will rise but into the resurrection of damnation, not the resurrection of life. So the word, when the Lord said the other will be left, did not mean there will be still life on earth. No. Earth is destroyed and the other that will be left means he will not meet the Lord on the cloud. But they die and rise, but as the, uh, the Lord said in John chapter 5, they will be raised into the resurrection of damnation, not the resurrection of life. So that's the end of the world. And, and the Lord said like in the time of Noah, people are ready uh, just living their life as usual, but they were warned for 120 years, but they did not pay attention to this warning. God wants us to be ready. And let me tell you, if God told us the person will die on that day, we'll say, oh, we have a long time to repent. I still have 50 more years to repent. I, I can enjoy my life, uh, and then I will repent at the last uh, year. And the problem with this thinking, the more the person actually uh, practice sin, the more it will be difficult to repent from sin. But when I don't know when I am leaving, this actually will make the person ready all the time if he walks in the fear of God. And I believe if God actually told us when we will leave, when we will die, more people will perish than right now. Because people will say, you know, let's wait to the last day or the last month in our life, and they will not repent. 